We are coming up on 740 at News Talk 1400 DWS. Dave Gentry and State Senator Chapin Rose checking in this morning. Chapin, how are you? Oh, we had him and then we lost him. Well, we hope to get him back shortly. Heavy wind and rains from a tropical storm down trees knocked out power and prompted evacuations of several homes on Hawaii's Maui Island. Tropical storm Olivia crossed the state Wednesday, making landfall on Maui and Lanai Islands along the way. But it uh, spared the state widespread damage before continuing out to sea. Weather forecasters are warning that uh, heavy rains will continue through Thursday out there. So we've got... Uh, active weather a lot of different places around here but around here it's going to be nice for the next week or so chapin rose how you doing this morning hey sorry about that i'm not sure what happened exactly there that's uh, all right how are you doing we're good how are you this morning and uh what's the latest oh there's well it's campaign season i'm not <laughs> sure anybody feels like that's any different from where we've been for the last year and a half because it never ended yeah that's so, true uh, Welcome, welcome to uh, campaign season. I was uh, reading the uh, news gazette this morning, and you know another uh, shocker: the U of I has yet another report on Chief Alinewick out. Yeah. Um, you know what a bunch of newspeak poppycock from these people. I mean, it's, it's almost <laughs> like the scene in uh, in Caddyshack. You know, I'm shocked, shocked to see the gambling that's going on here. You know, the U of I is shocked, shocked that people still have opinions. I mean, come on. I mean, what do, you, what do they expect to happen? Um, you know, I, I'll tell you, it, it, I, I personally think that any more than, you know, that this is just uh, designed subterfuge to take people's eye off the ball. I mean, the U of I just got done losing Blue Waters 2, which was the future of our, uh, you know, town. And, you know, they don't want to talk about this. They'd rather talk about this stuff. And so, um, you know, I, I don't know who they think they're, appeasing um every time they do one of these things it just rips the scab off the wound and puts everybody back in their corners don't so. you don't you want to see the chief put into a nice museum somewhere isn't that <laughs> you know actually the costume <laughs> uh the original costume and that by the way that's a that is a technically accurate term uh but the costume is actually uh in uh, on display uh at the uh ogala uh college uh i'm told and it was returned to the tribe, and uh, because it came from the tribe, it was actually presented uh, to us uh, on the 50-yard line by the by the tribe, which seems to have been forgotten by some people. But it was actually returned to them, and my understanding is it's on display uh, at Ogala College. But anyway, um, you know, I, I actually am still kind of chuckling that uh, Barack Obama led uh, uh, the uh, Follins Auditorium in a, in a rousing cheer of I-L-L-I-N-I. I'm still waiting for Stephen Kaufman's protests and renunciations to come, but so far I haven't heard them from him. So uh, we'll, we'll see. I suspect the left will go ahead and forgive Obama for the hypocrisy of an ILL chance. But uh, anyway, uh, how are you today? What's going on? I'm, I'm good. You sound like you're wound up this morning, so that's a good thing. <laughs> well, that'll, that'll do it when you, you know, when you pick up your paper. And here we go again, uh, you know, just, just in time for homecoming. Let's go ahead and put everybody in their corners so they can come out guns blazing, right? Well, will we have another debacle during the homecoming parade this year? That's my oh, let's, question. Oh, let's hope not. But 
you know, let's hope not. But again, I, you know, I just think that, you know, for whatever reason, the, the, the university is obsessed with continuing to, you know, put these nonsense reports out and waste the taxpayers' time and the student tuition payers' time uh, and money uh, on these things. And then to come to these idiotic conclusions that, well, we're surprised we're not farther along. Really? <laughs> you guys keep ripping the stab off the wound. Why would you be surprised? Um, anyway, uh, that's enough of that. You know, I, we're, we're making some strides. Like I said, you know, it's campaign season, but the state is actually, uh, you know, we've normalized, and that's a long way for, for the state of Illinois on a budgetary framework. It seems like we're finally getting people back on their feet. We had some really good news on a, on a much more important note for our, our state universities and more importantly, our, their fam, families and student tuition payers uh, with um, uh, the signing of these bills by Governor Rauner two weeks ago for the, uh, the new merit-based program or the, the new merit-based program called Aim High for middle-income families. Uh, you know, we've lost too many students out of state schools that come in and cherry pick our best and our brightest right out of our high schools. And then we've also redesigned uh, the MAP program for, um, which is need-based aid. Uh, once again, uh, you know, I'm very, I'm very, very proud of this. We, we kick the university presidents out of the room, the same people who keep wasting everybody's time on reports like the one today on the chief, and instead brought in admissions directors, and we said, what do you guys need to keep the best and the brightest in Illinois? And we listened to our, our committee, listened to every admissions director from every four-year public in the state. And to the man or woman, they told us, we need a four-year MAP program, and we need merit-based aid. And we, that's what happened this year. And it was sort of a refreshing change from the legislature, as is usual, um, to actually listen to people and then, and then design programs and legislation around what they say they need, not what we think they need. And so uh, both of those became law this year. I think it's a great thing. It's going to go a long way towards, towards helping, uh, you know, students and their families with exploding tuition costs. Uh, but also, more importantly, for Illinois, the state's future, it helps us target our best and our brightest and keep them here in Illinois. All right. Governor Rauner declared a harvest emergency recently to help level the playing field between Illinois farmers and crop haulers and those in neighboring states. Tell us a little bit about that and what happened with that. Yes, yeah, so uh, we have weight restrictions on the roads, and um, the, and for good reason. I mean, trucks tear up roads, and, and so if you're overweight, uh, it could do some damage, and particularly, you know, over long-term usage. But in, in uh, harvest, it's, as you know, it's pretty hard to know when, you, when you're in a field and you're filling up, it's pretty hard to know what your truck weighs when you're coming off that field on the way to the elevator. Yeah. And so what the governor did was he temporarily eased those, uh, those weight requirements uh, to, get, to get our trucks to and from elevators uh, and in a much more expedition manner. And, you know, if you're, if you're you know, Joe or Jolene Farmer out there, uh, you're not going to have to worry about getting pulled over and getting some 2500 or And these are expensive tickets, by the way. Yeah. I, I remember back in my days in the state's attorney's office, you know, you would see fines of, you know, 2000 1500 $2,500. I mean, they, they could be very sure. expensive. And really, you know, when you're filling up out there in the field, you really don't know how much you're coming off that field with, you know, what the weight of the, what the weight is. So um, depends on how wet it is, depends on how wet the, you know, the commodity is and, and everything else. So, um, you know, it, it, 
on balance, is it the right thing to do? I think so uh, for this limited time period. Would you want to do it year round? No, because you've got uh, some, you know, the damage you can do to the roads. I, I know the road commissioners have a, have a different feeling on this and, you know, and I, I think there's, you know, there's some balancing there, but that's where the governor came down. And, and uh, you know, I think, I, I think it's really, you know, probably a good thing at harvest. You know, if you want to further balance this a little bit more, you could probably restrict it to, you know, maybe where you've got a, a really late harvest and people are trying to get in before winter sets in and all that. But, yeah. um, but that's the decision he made, and, and uh, I know the Farm Bureau supports it. Okay. The, the election between uh, Governor Rauner and J.B. Pritzker, the ads are getting more and more intense. I guess we're kind of getting to the point where it's uh, going to be Katie bar the door here the next several days, huh? Yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, somebody said, saw Jamie Pritzker I had on at 5 a.m. And I said, well, when you get $7 billion you to spend, <laughs> you're going to be seeing J.B. Pritzker on at 2 a.m. too. You know, I, I, I personally think there's a point of uh, <clears throat> diminishing returns on those things. You know, there's only so much TV airtime. There's only so much time people are on Facebook with ads running in the background. Um, you know, nothing works better than a knock at the door. I, I haven't really seen either of the candidates uh, with that good of a field operation yet. I did have um, uh, see some rounder people out knocking the other day, but you know, um, if, you know, the airwaves are the airwaves, but at the end of the day, uh, people tended to say, well, if we like you, uh, <clears throat> you know, and we've met you, they'll, they'll probably, you know, be for you. And uh, that's particularly true in downstate. I don't think it's true in Chicago, but in, in downstate it's true. And, you know, I know Governor Rauner spent more time in downstate Illinois than anybody since Jim Edgar, um, which maybe that helps him a little bit down here. But, you know, again, and I, I think the media stuff matters far more in the city of Chicago um, than it does down here. But, uh, you know, we'll just see. I, it, it's going to be brutal and <clears throat> bruising and it already has been. I mean, you know, people, that's part of why there's a diminishing returns. People are just sick of it. I mean, yeah. they've already tuned it out. The minute they come on, they turn them off. Yeah. Um, you know, switch the channel. So. Well, we've got another, uh, what, about 40 days of this stuff. So who knows what's yeah, going to happen? A little bit more than that. A little bit more than that, maybe. But, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I think that, you know, people sort of, you know, with conventional wisdom would say that, you know, uh, Pritzker has got a lot going for him. I would not put Rauner out of this at this point, and particularly as people come to realize that, you know, the only thing between, you know, a return to, you know, the Madigan domination is Rauner. So, you know, why do you want to go back to that? And I think that people will, will come to reflect on that as time goes on. But certainly I don't think anybody's reflecting on it now. They're trying to get back to school, get their fall schedules figured out. You know, pick up the pick up the workload from summer vacation and and move forward. All right, State Senator Chapin Rose, Chapin, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. Hey, have a great day. Okay, Bye-bye. take care. We got more coming up on DWS. <laughs> 